Welcome to the Crank and Surf podcast with Craig Tonks and Miles Nidri. And welcome back to episode four of the Crank and Surf podcast. I'm Craig Tonks and always with me, Miles Nidri. How you doing? <laughs> hey, boom, buddy. Oh, I've had a pretty hectic week. Hectic week. That's, yeah. We run a bit late with this podcast. It probably should have been out a week ago. We both went flat out. Mm. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks for sure. Life gets in the way, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> so yeah. we'll still do our usual start. And it's a favourite something. So this this week, favourite surf movie. Yeah, and it's, as a, t- I was, it's a tough one, isn't it? And I always struggle with these <laughs> things. It's going to have to be a top five. I can't make it a top one. Right, uh, top five. Uh, Storm Riders. Oh, nice one. Tube of the Swells. Yep. Fantasy. Endless Summer. Yep. Up to you. Go for you. That's my three so far. I've gone Endless Summer, and the reason I like it is, as a, as a young fellow, when it came out, mm. it opened the world to places of, for surf that you wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, for sure. Like, especially South Africa, yeah. um, even some of the islands. Mm. Like, well, they went, went to Tahiti. To, they did, yeah. yeah. And New Zealand, different places that they went to. So, yeah. definitely, definitely one of my favourites. And then one I caught up on YouTube not long ago was Mad Wax. You know, Ross Clark oh, Jones. Now, and, yeah. funny, that's good you mentioned that because that's got mm. Ganga Jang right Correct. the way through. Correct, yeah. And it was filmed a lot around the central coast of Oka with yeah. um, Bryce Ellis. Bryce Ellis, yeah. Yeah, and Tommy Carroll was in it and yeah. Gary Orkadon. So there was, it, there was, the Kong, the Kong there was, was in lots, it. Of, lots of cool stuff there, that's for yeah. sure. Ross Clark Jones. Yeah, Ross Clark Jones. Currently on Survivor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So there's, some good, there's some good surf movies, yeah. and I think... Um, Especially back when they used to get cinema releases, was yeah. uh, pretty huge. Yeah. Well, I can still remember going to uh, Wizards of the Water, um, Storm Riders, Tubular Swells, those sort of things around the, the, all the smaller um, theatres in like yeah, it was yeah. one of the junction. We used to go to see surf movies oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So what's the MR and, one? The one that MR was in and ah um, uh, uh, free ride. Free ride. Yeah. Yes, he's so, doing the classic yeah. MR twenty. Yeah. In free ride. That's the one. Yes. That was the one where um, it's the first season local on stuff the um, on the North Shore with his yep. new twin pin model. Yeah, and it was around about the time Cole Smith from Reddit was heading over there as well because I know he won mm-hmm. a contest over there with his channel bottoms, his, his um, did, free yeah. flight channel he bottoms. Did. Yeah. Funnily enough, you mentioned Wizards of the Water. I've got a bit of a glory. We're at my house today. Yeah, place. yeah, we're at. Uh, and I've got a bit of a glory wall up the you back do. here. Um, so I've got a, a signed uh, poster of MR doing his cool extended bottom turn yeah. at sunset, I think it was. That's sick, yeah. And it just happened to be a board launch we had at 2013 at Slime Surf Shop, including the Surf Groms launch yep. that we do, which is coming up um, in October, another one I'll explain later. But yeah, so Craig Anderson was there that night, so I've got that poster signed by Craig Anderson and MR, which yep. is really cool. And MR's thanking me for some support for his boards, which I'm gonna carry that, that poster forever. But um, I was looking through some old posters a while ago and I've got some band posters that my uncle got me years ago and yep. I, I stumbled across a Wizards of the Water poster that MR signed for me in 1982. Oh, wow, wow, okay. Um, so I'd forgotten I actually had it. So I took a photo of it and sent it off to MR and said, Here's a blast from the past. I've had I've had this since 1982, and there it is on the wall now. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's cool. That's very cool. 
A lot of those old movies are on YouTube too. You can yeah, watch them. that's yeah. where I watched um, Mad Wax recently on YouTube. I've actually got Mad Wax on DVD. Oh, and really? I've got, I've got, I've only got a few on DVD. It's actually yeah. one of the ones I'm going to have to um, to reorder. I've been trying to do it for, with Jack McCoy because he's got all, a lot of those films are on his yeah. catalogue. And I, yeah. I, I, I did buy years ago. I bought a a five disc movie catalogue for a mate's birthday, which yeah. had like Bunyip Dreaming. Sick Joy and all those ones, and it was a good price. Uh-huh. And yeah. I'd like him to put together. So if you don't, if you hear this, Jack, Jack, put together, help a brother out, a, a, a four pack of Tubular Swells, Storm Riders, and a couple of the yeah. earlier ones. That'd, um, be awesome. that'd be pretty cool. Do you ever yeah. watch the um, the documentary? Yeah, they sort yeah. of filmed Ockies come yeah, back. I've got a copy of, of the documentary, and and that one that needs a redo because they did. On, I think one of the I think I've got a DVD copy of it, and they do interview him after he won his world title. But obviously, it came out before he won his world title, yeah. and they almost need to do a redo of that, yeah, um, saying, "Well, the biggest comeback of all time," and there he is, he's back, and Luke Egan was on there at some point, going, "Ox back," and he's and he's in, he's he's on fire, sort of thing. And uh, now they really need to include yeah. some footage of him winning his world title, and so they need an documentary to the world title. Jack McCoy, yeah, you're on notice. <laughs> it's time. So, did you catch? Did you catch much of J Bay? I watched a fair bit of it. It happened to be on at times when I was um, I was I was the, the able con- to watch the it. The never-ending contest. It did drag on, <laughs> but that's the nature of the beast. But we yeah. were in. I was in Melbourne in the morning to Peninsula at my brother's place, and we stuck it on the big screen and we watched the oh, final, really? we watched the final day. So semis and and the final. Unfortunately, I fell asleep. Halfway through the final, I had to watch it on replay. Oh, the, but, the men's final, but didn't it, Jack and oh, yeah. and go hard? <laughs> oh, good that, waves. Those waves were insane. Yeah. <laughs> was awesome. It was worth the wait. So Medina won over Italo Ferreira. So Medina beat uh, Colliadino in the semis, and Ferreira beat uh, Felipe Toledo in the semis. Yeah, but so. that was a great final. And for me, watching the final, Medina's victory wave of switch foot. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool, <laughs> and that was the first um, Goofy Footer to win it since Oki. Yeah, yeah. In the early eighties, correct. And yeah. so, having both Goofy Footers in the final, well, it guaranteed a Goofy Footer winner. But um, yes, yeah, so that was a groundbreaking contest in that regard too. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. So the top five for the WCT, uh, Adina is number one. So he's the first. I'm trying to think what I heard the other day, but yeah, as far as US goes, he's the number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toledo is number two, John John's number three, uh, Italo is number four, and Kanoa is in fifth place. Yeah, so there's a little bit of movement there, but um, going to be movement coming mm. into the next few, especially with John John out. So. Yeah, and we're heading to the to Tahiti. Yep. At the end of the month, which um, that's a contest that a lot of the goofies can really fire up for but I guess the, 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 it comes down to Tate it comes down to the intensity factor if it's if it's whacking big chow poo who, who the, wants it more I don't know yeah mm-hmm. who's going to sacrifice and throw himself over the ledge of some of those slabs but, yeah it wouldn't um, be me yeah <laughs> wouldn't be I don't know me. if I'd like to surf it at 6 foot or 5 foot nah, even nah, let alone nah, 12 to 15 <laughs> yeah, but, um, maybe when I was younger but not now yeah I'd, no that'd be, inter- <laughs> I'd be a good contest I'd like to see because one thing with Toledo um, his, probably his backhand tube riding is not as strong, especially in, in the bigger surf. But he did prove that in um, Pipeline last year. He stepped mm. up a little bit. So I'm, I'd like to see Toledo really 
really take the bull by the horns in that contest and, and, and give it a good old shake. And then we've got Owen Wright, obviously comes into his own. Um, we've yep. got Ace Bucken that can come into their own, and Ryan and yeah. Ryan Callan. So we've got some really talented Australian goofy footers that can really jump up the ranks a bit there with a good result. For sure. Yeah, well, they need they need. There's a few yeah. that need good results just yeah. to keep him in that top ten. Uh, I, I really love the women's final at the J Bay. Mm. Um, that was a good Chris one. Moore, I, did wa- I was awake for that one. <laughs> yeah, are you awake for that one? Yeah, yeah, I stayed awake for that. That one. was a great final. Yeah, um, Carissa Moore was absolutely keen, but there yeah. wasn't much between them. Like, no, it was it was tight. Lakey Peterson has surfed so well lately. Yeah, like, yeah, she's right up there. And um, with the rankings for the women's CT, so Chris Moore's in first. Sally Fitz is hanging on to number two. Steph Gilmore, number three. So, Lakey Peterson's in fourth spot. Yeah, she could easily move up. As I mm. said, she's still sort of in the mix for that title race. And Carolyn Marks is in, in fifth place. Yeah, so Carolyn's dropped a couple of points, uh, a couple of spots after that one, I think. Hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But trying she's, to been running, she's been running pretty hot in yeah. the QS, though. Mm. Which has been good. So I've been watching a bit of the QS the last few few nights. Yeah, I've been, been on night shifts. So no, I like it. Yeah, a bit it's of a <laughs> good, good shift to be on when you've got, got the time to watch. Good yeah, shift it's when they're surfing on TV. Yeah. So the men's uh, vans US Open ten thousand points underway at the moment. Uh, locally, Morgan Sibley is through to round four, so he's um, in heat five, and he beat Wilco in round. Was it round three? Yeah. Yeah, he beat Matt Wilkinson. Um, great result for Morgan Sibley. Yeah, he's, he's been dropping some really good clips. We spoke, we touched on him, I think, last yeah. episode, yeah. riding Will Weber's boards. And, um, yeah, like the few times I've I've been in town and, and seen him in the water, he's he's ripping. So, um, yeah, let's hope yeah, he goes. It's going good. Steps up uh, a few more more pegs there and knocks a few more bigger names off. And, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's really good points for him, too, mm. to, to get this far. Yeah. Um, it's, it's up to him, you know. He's knocking out CT surfers. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good, that's good, a confidence good, booster. Definitely confidence booster. Yeah, remember the, the we were talking previously up episodes about the women's QS. The Nissan Supergirl Pro was on. Um, Samantha Sibley from the US won that, so she's jumped up fifty six places in the rankings. Wow, from fifth, she's up to sixth place. Yeah. So she's jumped fifty six. That so that's just how important lead. those mm. those QS. Events are especially the six thousand and the ten thousands. Yeah. yeah, that's a big, that's a big jump. Yeah, so yeah. sadly, in the next event, which is the Vans US Open, she went out in round one. So for Sam Sibley, yeah, it's still a big jump though. Yeah, um, she actually beat Tatiana Weston Webb in the final of the Supergirl Pro. Yeah, awesome. Which is really really good result, as I said, to jump fifty six places. But I said mm. it just shows that importance mm. of, of those events. So. The women's QS is uh, the, the men's QS really hasn't changed much, but the women's QS is uh, a little bit different. And um, so Isabella Nichols is in first, Bronnie McCauley's in second. So these are these are especially ones that are fighting for qualification yeah, yeah. for CT. Kira Pinkerton's in third. Um, seen her surf; she's a really good surfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn Marks is in fourth, and I think it's Vahini Ferrero is in fifth. She's been surfing really well. Mm. Uh, watched a few of her heats. Just really, just attacks it. Yeah. yeah she's quite good. Cool. And um, 
Yeah, locally, like Philip Anderson, I think if you went out in second round. Yeah. But, yeah, these are big points on offer. Mm. And it's going to be really interesting to see at the end of this one. Um, one to definitely watch, for, I think she's from Costa Rica, Leilani McGongle. She's been surfing great. Mm. Uh, really consistent. So she's just, just keeps creeping up. She's just above that sort of, just around that 10th spot. But she's definitely one to watch. Now we've got a new segment. Mm. Matt Banting watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked about this. This is, this is one I'm pretty happy about because we have brought Matt up a couple of times. And I think he's been every episode. Probably has been, yeah. 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 I think it just comes down to when he's when he's out here for Surfest, mm. I always catch up with him at my yeah. own beach at Redhead here yeah. and have a chat. The first time I, I met him, I was talking to his old man when he was in the water. And, oh, yeah. and the next year, I think I surfed him at Fraser Park. And then this year, he was down just having a surf. And uh, so we caught up in the, at the cafe yeah. there for a chat for a little while. So, yeah, and uh, it's good to see him pick up a new sticker. He has got a new sticker on his board, which is... Peak wetsuits. Cool. Which is really good, really good to see um, that a local sort of company is sort of picked him up. I mm. uh, don't know what the, the sort of the deal is, but we were talking last episode about having a stickerless board. Yeah. Well, I think it was only episode one. Mm. But no, Matt Banting Watch, we can confirm, has a new sponsor, Peak that's Wetsuits. That's good. And that's going to take yeah. the pressure off uh, money-wise. It's always good if you've got some backing yeah. to help you through through the QS and I'm hoping that he go he, that ticks off a couple of boxes for him and he goes in a tear and, and, and charges hard the next uh, few contests and requalifies and we see him on the CT next year definitely so he's, he's riding good boards he's on Luke Short Designs yeah, he's shaping some killer boards speak to anyone in the industry and mm. he's he's shaping great boards he shapes um, Ellie Brooks boards in the women's QS mm-hmm. and she had this green machine and Ellie was her surface, she did Manly and she's been overseas, but this green LSD, it's just been a magic board. And I even comment every time I she shows, puts photos up and go, that green board, and it's just, mm. it's, she rides it so well, but it's an amazing board. So Luke Short, good stuff. Cool. <laughs> That's good to see you. Um, good to see Matt Banting. <clears throat> he went out in round two of the Vans US Open, but, you know, there's more events coming up, so yeah. he's definitely going to, definitely going to be, uh, coming back on those ones mm. so now here's an interesting question are we blinded by nostalgia oh. and I'm going to tell you why I'll tell you <laughs> why so and uh, I can't remember what reminded me of this but uh, recently on I was a while ago actually on Foxtel they had um, Morning of the Earth mm. okay and I think I fell asleep and had it still running and I think Deb's son Tom the stepson walked in and goes looked at it and goes Oh, that's terrible. And I'm just like, yeah, no, but this is this is a classic. Mm. Yeah, it looked really bad. And it's just like, has it aged? Is it that bad? Or is it, are we blinded by nostalgia? Uh, I think if you, the modern films are, are different. Mm. Remember back then, they filmed on on film. On oh, film, yeah, not digital. Um, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't cheap stuff to, to, to use. And True. so there was no out, there was no filming for hours and then editing they, they edited obviously but they yeah. had they had to, have you if one thing i noticed about the old films or the older films is that, that they there's wipeouts in the sequences so a guy will catch a wave he'll do five five or six turns and he'll wipe out at the yeah, end yeah true true and they tend to edit out 
the wipeouts. Yeah. Uh, or they might have a highlight reel with a few wipeouts. Like Hawaii 9 uh, But <laughs> that's probably, here's me speaking from nostalgia's point of view, yeah. that's the thing that I, I probably don't like because if you, all you see is clips of surfers landing all their amazing yeah. turns, yeah. you go, do these guys ever f- fall off? Yeah. But I've watched the top guys yeah. surf uh, at various locations and they do and they off. are falling off <laughs> they don't make every year yeah. but when they make them they're incredible last time i was on the beach um at surfest i took my daughter down to meet um uh, uh jack robinson oh yeah uh, jack robinson? and he's married to jack freestone jack freestone i'm sorry Alana, i got them i always get them mixed up but alana alana blanchard was out yeah. there and yeah. i saw jack Freestone, have yep. I got it right this time? Yep. Yep. Freestone. Land yep. a, some, an amazing air yeah. and then walked up to the to the, the guy that was videoing. Yeah. So that's how we got to meet him and got the photo with, with my daughter with him and oh, cool. uh, that was amazing. But there was, the, the, we were just at Pogos yeah, yeah. and there was names dropping turns all across the peak. That was that was really cool. It's funny it was with Surface and then, you know, when the pros come to town. I, I tend to find now I used to shoot the contest mm. I used to go up and camera I got the huge lens I used to shoot the contest now I go up the beach and I'm su- uh, shooting the free surfing because mm. I find yeah. that much more interesting and much looser yeah like the yeah. people like Holly Warren classic example you go when she's free surfing you go and shoot her mm. and she just absolutely rips when she get into contest mode tightens up a little bit mm. and but she always seems to get through you know the quarters and semis and things like that but I like that that style when they're out there and they're just ripping and mm. it's just like looking at the some of the contests lately you know you know the airs are coming for the girls mm. they're not quite there yet they're getting fins out they're getting airs in in practice and mm. when they're just free surfing <clears throat> but come comp time now the nerves Pulling are there. Back that 10%. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's so... that's the the trick is is bringing your free surfing, um, surfing to the contest, to the contest mode, yeah. and and that's the guys that, that and girls that yeah. um if they if they can surf with like they are when free surf in the contest, yeah, pressure's off and they can let it go. Have you noticed though too? Some of the heats you'll see people blow up on a couple of ways, but if they get a lead. So if they say they've got two sevens, two seven and a half, so yep. they've got they've built a decent score, and then the commentators often mention this about them being able to cut loose now. Okay, mm-hmm. well he's got two scores or she's got two scores. Yeah, yeah. Now they can drop, drop the big turn on the first section or, the, or, the, or go for something a little bit more risky, and um, after they've got the score. Yeah. So I think that there is a case there for you know build a bit of a house up with your scores, True. and then you can go. But then you've got the guys like Dane Reynolds. It was twos and tens. <laughs> well, even Kelly, Kelly's yeah. going for the you know, when he's when he's just a little bit behind, mm. and he needs a score like you know, he needs two to take the lead. Mm. You know, like all you got to do is put down a decent score, yeah. and he'll go for some big slash turn and put it down mm. and not get it. Yeah. Whereas instead of being a little bit more conservative, yeah, you know, I can remember watching um, Brendan Margerson's, um uh, movie. Remember that the clip that they went, he did um Wonder Jar? And oh, they were talking they were talking about his um he went into the to the QS and it destroyed him. It, it he just he just couldn't get you could see that he was up against um surfers that, that weren't in the in the same league as him, but yeah. in small surf. Mm. And one of the guys 
that was interviewed there. I can't remember the, the chap's name. I, from someone in, in his in his entourage there was saying, "Look, mate, you just got to go out and surf at sixty percent, and you'll mm. get through every heat." Yeah. And that was the thing. He just he wanted to. He was going one hundred percent. He was going one hundred percent all the time, and he mm. just didn't have that. Um, I don't know. The, that's what the difference is, I guess, is being able to tone it down a bit when you have to and get through, grind out your heats, and then yeah, and yeah. that's what we get back to building that house, and then you can cut loose a bit. But, yeah, true. And he's one of the greatest surfers I've ever seen, but and Dane Reynolds as well. But the, mm. now, sometimes the contests aren't. It's not always the best format for for some some yeah, surfers. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Some people excel, and then they get in comp mode, and it's just I can, I've only ever surfed one comp. <laughs> And it wasn't that long ago, and it was just a, it was only a charity sort of thing, mm. but it was a comp, and you you get out there and it's like twenty five minutes, two waves. Yeah, it should be easy. And then you get out <laughs> it's there. It's not. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. So you you either thrive on it or you you don't. Yeah. You know, someone catches ten waves, and I think I caught two or something. <laughs> I think honestly, contest if you're going to um, compete, it's consistency. It's getting in the it going in every board riders every month with with the local local club. Yeah, and that's and learning learning that format and getting used to being under the pressure and having the spotlight put on you because it's, there's no one, there's only yeah. one way to, to, to do it in the comp is you've just got to compete a lot. Yeah. Um, it's never been my favourite thing to do. It's it's you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. And but I'm the same. Like twenty minutes and get in two waves and yeah, seems I, easy, doesn't it? It does seem easy, <laughs> but it's definitely not. Yeah. Do we end up finished talking about are we blinded by nostalgia or do we go off on a tangent? I think we went off on a tangent there did. a little bit. But, I think um, we did. Mm, but we did talk about some nostalgic things just then. So. Oh, we did. We yeah. did. We did. Yeah, but I uh, mean, yeah, we did. Up now, can you go back to that? Was um, mm. the editing out of the of the films? Yes. But yeah, so yes. <laughs> going back and watching old films, I think for the for the kids that haven't seen them before, and they've grown up with the more the more recent films, they are going to look a bit bit weird and a bit old mm, but yeah. um i think it's a good thing to just to go through because you've got to remember that some of the turns they're doing there are on are on the old school equipment yeah true. and i've said this to uh, quite a few of the, the the older guys like mark richards and that how would you have been surfing those waves with a modern a modern design yeah, and, they, and, and they've gone oh it would have been amazing but yeah. I still got to surf it when there was no bugger out. Yeah, true. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, I didn't mind it too much, but yeah, it would be nice to go back and surf the quality of the waves that we got back then, uncrowded with a modern, yeah. a modern shape under your under your feet. But interesting, yeah. new products. I've, I've found a new product. Yeah, we've been talking about this. Yeah. It's called the, the claw. claw. <laughs> the claw. So. I actually really like this, and I saw it on Vintage Surfers on Facebook, mm -hmm. and it was really funny because a lot of people were sort of bagging this guy out, and guy's name is Martin, saying, "Oh, is it, it's made out of plastic, and it's not this, and it's not this," and it's just like, oh, chill, people. Like, God, some people carry on, but it's called the Claw. Now I like this, and the reason I like it is because I used to have a 22-inch wide mal, and I only have short T-Rex arms. So by the time I, especially if I had to walk right down the beach, I used to get sore arms. Mm. And I used to have to put it up on my hips. So yeah. the claw is designed to help you carry a wide board, like mm. a 22 inch wide board. Um, great for, for kids that don't have that, that yep. reach if they're trying to carry a mal and they're only sort of a, a little tight. Yep. Um, great for um, 
some of the ladies that are trying to carry a male, especially yeah. there's a lot of the new surfing mums groups popping up, mm, and mm. this is a product that I reckon would be perfect for them. Yeah. So it's, it's it is it's made out of recycled plastic, which is a great which thing. That's a great thing. Yep. Yep. It's um, it floats. It's of course it being plastic and a, and a fiberglass board would slide. Mm-hmm. So uh, Martin, he's fixed that by putting in a non-slip um, <clears throat> section. Yep. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a hook and then it comes down to like a J. Yeah. But it took him five prototypes to get the final design. Mm. And look, it looks really good. Um, it's really easy to use. It's safe. It's um, affordable, UV resistant. And then a lot of people go, well, what do you do when you get down the beach? Well, you can just mm, put it with that your is the, towel that is and your thing, thongs. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can actually just hook it into your leg rope. And actually, you put your leg in the you know, you under the leg rope, yep. and then there's that middle section. Mm-hmm. Yep. You basically can just put that over it, and it'll sit on the deck of your board. Oh, wow. There you go. But if it does come off, it floats. Yep. So I, yeah. I really love that people are still developing new products for surfing. Yeah. Especially um, things to make boards easier to get down to the beach, because obviously with the surf school, yeah. we have that that issue a lot we have yeah. um we we do like a tandem carry the groms or yeah. the nose each I've and the tail that. each and we've yeah. got to get the fins out and you've got to get right on the end <laughs> and they're pretty enthusiastic going down to where to the location where we're surfing but mm. they're not so keen to carry them back at the end I of the had day seen that before, and yeah. that's hard work for them um i did years ago with simon dodd shout out to simon we did some stand-up um surfing back back early days he's one of the first oh, yeah. guys to i saw in newcastle area on a stand-up paddleboard, and he he got this product called a quiver caddy. It's basically um, bicycle wheels and a frame that you could carry three okay, sups yeah. down the beach. And so I did use that a couple of times, and it was amazing. But the issue was then is you get to where you're going, you leave it on you the beach, yeah. you go in the water. Is it yeah. going to be there when you come back? That's true. So that's 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 the thing about having something that you can actually use to successfully down there and yeah. then been able to t- not Tied lose it not yeah. lose it when you get in the water so it's a top perfect, idea. perfect for women and perfect for people like me with t-rex mm. arms um but no look it's really good uv resistance so it's going to last a, a fair while but if you're looking want to look at these i said it's got like non-slip tape mm. where the the j is um it's the claw dot biz is the website www i don't think people use the ww anymore do they uh, not really, no. no. If, you no just, if you just punch in the website without yeah. the www, it'll come up so anyway. So the biz. It's, um, it looks really good. Um, I had a look at all the marketing material, and I think, yeah, it felt like yourself running a surf school, um, surfing mums. I think it'd be a great product. Yeah, for I'm going to have to get a couple myself, and um, mm. as I reckon I can, I can see... It, a need for him for sure. Yeah, well, let, let Martin know. Um, I've got, got, I've got a, a lady uh, called Louise that I take out um, with, with the surf school and her, mm-hmm. her stepdad's uh, Peter, Peter Stockart. Oh, yeah, yep. So he's made Louise uh, her own um, specially designed board for her. Yep. And it's um, it's like a Shane Aran, um laser zap, but it's got a really wide, fat tail. Okay. It's super, super flat, but it's really, really quite wide and quite yeah. chunky rail so yep. it's really stable for louise and it's a bugger to carry down because ah, it okay. is pretty wide i've got a long arm and it yeah, is it? quite wide oh it's be at so 23 23 24 23 24 basically it's wide yes yeah, so i couldn't carry it if i struggle arms. to carry it down i've got a pretty big long, long arm um i'm gonna have to get one of the claws because i was down there on, the other day 
thinking and I had to carry it down to the corner at Blackie's with yep. Louise and, and, and that's a fair walk and that's a decent yeah, walk yeah. and that's what got me off sups for a while carrying them down carrying to the beach without yeah, the handles yeah. so I had a board without a handle oh, okay. so I'm I'm gonna um, go and see if I can get yeah, one yeah look up the claw and yeah. uh, Martin Olsen is the, the guy that sort of did the invention yeah and as I said spent a lot of time developing the product mm. but it's good to see people you know having a go and yeah really yeah. developing new products for surfing oh. you know it doesn't have to be a board or fins yeah. but they can be something that sort of helps you yeah for sure yeah here's something else we were talking to you earlier about so is there a void in Australian men's surfing after the retirement of Joel and Mick well we're talking two guys that were world champions yep um, yep and pretty much cemented in the top five for most of the or at yeah. least the top ten for, yeah. for the virtually the entirety of their careers yep um, barring injuries, yeah. Um, we've got Ryan Callanan, Owen Wright, um, Julian Wilson, and Wade. That's, and in, that's in the top fifteen. In the, in the top four. fifteen, yeah. Ace Buckham, where's he at the moment? I think he's, uh, twenty. So he's not. He's, yeah, so he's not there. There in the in the, the sharp end. The moment. Yeah. So he had a couple of bad results, but he's starting to yeah, sort of put it together. He did really well at J Bay. I was. I, yeah. I watched him on J Bay quite a few heats, but. So do we lack that killer instinct that the Brazilians have because that all that drive and passion that they've mm. got? I don't know. Um, it's a hard one to answer. You know, I, just, looking at the, the guys that we just mentioned, they've all got good contest heads. They've yeah. all got good good surfing. Um, maybe it comes down to um, the, the heat that they're, that they're in. You know, the yeah. waves can go. I know, personally, I think Ryan's had a couple of uh, results that were... A bit, yeah, a bit on the I think, dodgy side. I think Jay Bay was um, an interesting I'd, one. I'm trying to be diplomatic yeah, here, yeah, I think but a lot um, of were. yeah, quite a few people have not as diplomatic. Where you're basically, from. said Rob, but um, depends where you're from. Yeah, but uh, if you're in Brazil, he wasn't Rob. If you're in Australia, <laughs> he was Rob. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to be diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tough one, but he. He's definitely one that could be one of the next big Australians. Yeah, Julian yeah. Wilson still got a lot of time left. Mm. Owen Wright, he's just okay. He's in twelfth. Yeah. So Callan and Ryan Callan's in ninth. Julian Wilson's in tenth at the moment. Uh, Owen Wright's in twelfth, and Wade Carmichael's in fifteenth. Yeah. So they're not, they're, they're not that far out. So a couple of results. They're a good result away. Yeah. Basically, I don't think they can afford any throwaways for the rest of the, the, the season. They're pretty much. Yeah, they need to. They need to be getting out of those um, elimination rounds and into the into the quarters really to 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 pop it up a bit. But yeah, yeah, interesting. Just just to know, to know who's coming through, and it's, there is a bit of a void there. And it's, I think that's got to be. It's like any. It's like a, a football team. You're going to have a rebuild. You, you've yep. got a championship team. People retire. People move on and 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 change change teams. And a team's going to have to. To rebuild. Yeah, true. Yeah. Hey, speaking of funny, you dropped a new clip well, during the week. Mm. It was pretty good. I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty good. Him and with Mason, Mason Hunt. Oh, yeah, the search. Those, those two are the, like the yeah. Abbott and Costello. They're the just, they're, so they're hilarious. <laughs> and speaking of um, Mason Ho, I yeah. just happened to see on, on Duke Aper's uh, Instagram that Derek Ho just got inducted into the Walk of Fame at Huntington Beach today. Oh, really? Oh, yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a photo of him with his uh, plaque on, yeah. the, on the on the Walk of Fame. So, shout out to Derek and That's the Duke. That's awesome. Yeah, really cool. Here's a really interesting one for you. I mentioned this before we started recording. There's rumours 
that Quicksilver, who sponsor the Snapper, uh, Snapper Rocks event in Queensland, are going to do move the event to G-Land, Grosjean. So dropping, well, maybe dropping their, their sponsorship, like dropping of, the sponsorship of, of Snapper, Snapper and, and going, going to, to G-Land. G-Land. So, like... I have heard G Land mentioned in a couple yep. of. Um, You're gonna have G Land or Ulu at some yeah, point. Yeah, and there was a. What do you what do you drop, for those? Uh, the, what contest gets dropped for that? Interesting. Well, you know your US Opens and you know trestles got dropped, which were to make way for other events. Mm. But when you're talking the Dream Tour, yeah, and the best surfers and the best waves, do they go to G Land? Well, it's I, the same I, as we were talking about going to Ulu, like Ulu yeah, yeah. You want the best surface in the best ways. I think I still think Snapper has to be in there because it, mm. obviously it starts the season off. That's oh, iconic, it, and it's it's an amazing wave. If it wasn't at, at um, Snapper, mm. it'd be at Burley. Yep. You know, there's there's that you got to have that that. So maybe another sponsor will will, will do that. But um, I'd love to see G Land back in. How good would that be? You know, it's in the days of streaming and internet. Um, you don't have to have a thousand people no. cheering on from the from the shoreline. You know, G Land. We've already seen it in the previous yeah. me, previous uh, events that we had thing. there. Yeah. I mean, Luke Egan won it one year. I remember that um, vividly, and he was. I remember that that stage. He, he came out of the water. He beat Kelly Slater in, in the in a in a round, and it was a, he was the first person to beat Kelly for the it's for the season at that great, particular it's time. A great wave, though. Like, wow. How could you not have it in there? Yeah. Same as Ulu, and right? one of the things I picked up on in that uh, spread of G-Land coming back in was having the tsunami um, reunion surf. So the, the guys that were caught up in the tsunami that okay. went through the yeah. camp. So Simon Law, uh, Richie Lovett. Uh, law there, was he? Bob Bain was there. And there might yeah. have been a couple others that I can't remember. Pretty sure Bosco, Newcastle photographer, yeah. was there at the time. When the tsunami happened. Yeah, oh, and okay. they got washed through. And the, uh, the horror stories of, you know, the, the ocean just washing through their burays in the middle of the night. And yeah. um, I remember reading Richie Lovett's um, uh, book that he wrote and yeah. how he woke up underwater underneath this mosquito net. Oh, and sure. the fact that they were probably that they were surfers that they yeah. were able to get themselves out but it was I didn't know that yeah so um, yeah that just got mentioned in, um, in in some some feeds that I saw about the G-Lane contest and I thought well there's oh, yeah. a, that'd be great so we have these uh, heritage yeah that'd be cool surfs so a heritage yeah. surf with a tsunami from G-Lane survivors Simon Law that's one who uh, could do a switch foot oh yeah yeah I've seen him do a video, uh, video of him doing yeah. the switch foot at Pipe yeah that's Yep, that's a pretty hectic switch foot. Mm. So that'll be a good one. <laughs> Bobby really Bain good. and all those boys. Reunion tour, G wow. heritage event. That's what I thought of the other day. I sort of I haven't written it down, but I just from memory. When is the WQS going to have an event in the wave pool? In Slater's wave pool. Oh, the QS. The QS. Yeah, we've got a CT event. But why wouldn't you run it? Why wouldn't you get people in? Because you'd obviously get a, a decent little crowd. Yeah. Why wouldn't you run a QS event there? I think so. I reckon that's. I definitely didn't mention on the it in Twitter to is it Golfie Sophie Goldschmidt, mm. who's the yeah. CEO of um, World Surf League. Mm. When will we see a QS event in the Waipool? Mm. I reckon you've got it there. Like it's not as if you you know. That doesn't have to be built. It's, <laughs> well, they own it. And we've got a contest <laughs> that's running there, coming up shortly. Yeah, so they own it. It's not a it's not a big stretch. 
and it, it works perfectly for the QS in their waiting periods because the, yeah. there is no waiting period. You run Monday to Friday yeah, and you have, to, you have to grind it out. Yeah. Guaranteed waves. You can always do it. Bring it on. I'd love to see it, actually. Okay, Kelly. A QS 10,000 in <laughs> your Sophie, way, Paul. make it happen. Let's go. Make it happen. Right, so one little bugbear at the moment. Uh, I was talking to my good friend, Dominic Barona, from Ecuador, um, because she was down to surf the Vans US Open and the Nissan Supergirl Pro, mm-hmm. and obviously she's not there. She's not competing. And I thought, oh, what's going on? So I, I checked in with her. There's a bit of a power struggle at the moment between the was it the ISA and WCT or WSL that the Pan American Games are on at the moment. Mm. So I know that uh, like Melanie Guinter, who's from Peru, uh, I know that uh, Luci Costello and um, like Dominic, they're all surfing at the Pan American Games, which means they can't surf these a ten thousand and a six thousand QS event. Because they're trying to which, qualify for the Olympics. Because they're trying yeah. to qualify for the Olympics, so they yeah, can't then so. go and surf events that could qualify them for the WCT. Mm. Is that I just mean, crazy scheduling? It is. What? Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess surfing's only just come on to the to the Olympics. Yeah, scheme of things. So the Pan American Games are huge. Babe, so massive, uh, asking them to to reschedule the Pan American Games. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Dominic's surfing really well in the Pan American Games too. I saw mm. some uh, Instagram stuff today. Yeah. She's killing it there. But mm. to do that, to represent her country and representing Ecuador mm. and Melanie representing Peru, and it's actually in Peru, mm. but for Dominic to represent her country, she's got to miss out on a 2.2 contest that are worth 16,000 points. Mm. It's a tough call. It's a, big, it's a big call, isn't it? Yeah. But there has been... The Olympics has had some sacrifices over the, the, the many yeah. years. One year to go. You used to... Yeah. Uh, if you're a professional, you couldn't go in the Olympics. No, you had to be right. an amateur. Yeah. Um, I remember Tom Curran uh, had the opportunity to go pro and pro surfing, and he decided to wait a year so he mm. could win uh, an amateur world title. Yeah. And I think he went on to do that. But he, he, if he turned pro, it excluded yeah. him from going in the amateur... Yeah. The amateur games. It's, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting. Really interesting. But, but yeah, let's face it, Olympi- the first time surfing's in the Olympics and the, and you've got the opportunity to medal for your country, Yeah. Oh, that, that'd be a pretty pretty good character angle. You'd have to angle. crack at that. You'd have but to have a just, go. Yeah, yeah, it's just really strange scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. Why not have it on when there's a QS, like a 1,000 or mm, 3,000 yeah. event on? Mm. A, a 10,000 and a 6,000 just and They have had a few years to, pl- to, to put this into... Pr- into it just seems bad you know, scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, the, did the surfing component of the Pan American Games have to happen yeah, when I the Pan know. American Games are on? Because let's face it, it's, it's still surfing. It doesn't have to be... It's not a track yeah. event. It's not... Yeah. I haven't seen any footage, but yeah. it's... Um, this yeah, is the, this is the thing about um, going into the Olympic realm. You've got another organisation that's big... Wants to run its, run yeah. its ship airway. Um, yeah, interesting. Is it going to be? Is it going to be a bit of a, a power struggle going to happen between the yeah. two organisations? But yeah. mm. uh, okay, last thing I want to talk about is um, put a spotlight on a young female Australian surfer who's absolutely killing it. Is Zali Kelly? So she in 2017 she came 64th, in 2018 she came 37th. So she's currently ranked eighth on the QS. Wow, big jump. Yeah, she came ninth in the Supergirl Pro, so very handy points. 
And at the moment, she's through to round four of the Vans US Open, which is tr- what the start of the man-on-man mm. sort of um, cool. part. So, um, really surfing great. I watched one of her heats, mm-hmm. um, I think Monday, I think I watched her heat, and really ag- sort of aggressive, really good style, and she's absolutely killing it. So we want to give a shout-out to her. Mm. Um, she's been surfing amazing. And that's some great... Um climbing up the ladder there in a yeah. couple, of, couple of years. She was a bit higher. I think she was up around fifth, but she's just dropped a And you're in the top spots. 10 QS, though. That's that's great. That's that's, that's where gut. you want to be. That's where you want to be. Yeah. And saying that, sometimes they only get one or two new surfers because of the qualification yeah. and the re-qualification. Mm. So sometimes you only get a new surfer or, or two. But, um, yeah, look, Sally Kelly looking really good. Mm. Um, interesting. Yeah. I, I thought she definitely deserved a shout out for yeah. what, um, for how good she's going. So. Keep it up. Right. You got anything, uh, anything exciting coming up? Yeah, we have got something coming up in October. Um, as we we're just talking about my little glory wall behind yes, me with board yes, launches yes. and things like that. Yeah. Um, in October, with it, it's still yet to be completely confirmed, but we're definitely looking at. Um, uh, a, a, a promo night at Slimes oh, cool. and at the moment it's penciled in and pretty close to being locked in on the Thursday the 10th of October Yep. so that's at the end last second week of the school holidays I think because the public holiday is the Monday so yeah it'll be yep. the Thursday of the school holidays and uh, MR's launching um, a couple of boards he's got a new Puffer Twin I think that's one of the boards oh, he's nice. going to be launching and he's got his new Ocean and Earth uh, Twin Fin uh, softboards. Oh, that he's launching yeah, you showed well. me the photo. That's, yeah, so that's awesome. the ones on the photo. So there's yeah. uh, there's um, a tri- a, a, like a, a what we used to call like a, a standard softboard. So yep. the, the ones that's quite spongy. Yeah. And and then he's got another model which is a little bit higher grade, which is a bit stiffer and a little bit more rigid construction. And so, it's got a more yeah. a, a more um, Sort of surfboard feel. Similar to the one Rob Hazelhurst had with the Possibly. glass bottom. Yeah, yeah, they just they're, they're like more top. rigid. Yeah. Um, so there's two models coming out. Uh, they're going to think that's a five six and a six foot version of the two. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, I've got a couple. Um, I'm waiting for them to, to drop. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I get them, I'll, I'll I'll have them out as a demo and that sort of thing. And also, we do our uh, season launch for Surf Groms on that night oh, okay, yeah. and yeah. it's a big one for me too because it's my 15th year anniversary in September oh nice so for the surf school for the surf school oh so nice 2004 so we're ticking off a few boxes that night I'm pretty much riding in on the coattails as yeah, I usually yeah. do but hey okay. doesn't matter how you ride good, in but, mate, um, as long as you're on the ride but they're all they're a really good night um, we've, we've done several over the years now uh, as I was just saying I've got a poster up there yeah just signed by Craig Anderson and MR and um, if it's okay. definitely worth it, getting Mark in the shop with a stack of posters, yeah. he will sit there and sign. I've watched I think, him. I think I might be for I an hour, off, not move from yeah. behind the counter, yeah. signing posters for people. Um, and you get to meet him face to face, and he takes the time to listen what you're saying, and he will write what you want, and they couldn't think of anything better. So uh, lock that in. Hopefully, tenth of October, okay. Thursday. Oh. I think it normally starts off from about five to eight. Yep. Previous ones, we've had a bit of a barbecue. They usually have a bit of an in-store sale, so there'll be some bargains on there. You oh, get, get to, to see um, <laughs> MR's new boards, the, yep. the new, and uh, I'll have some giveaways too. I'm going to be putting together a couple of packages yep. and for raffles, so we generally raffle off. We might have to do a 
Crank and Surf podcast t-shirt. Possibly. Yeah, we could do that. I can yeah. get one of those? Yeah. I can definitely do that. Yeah. It's so doable. I'll have, I'll have a bit of a... A little bit more to say, I think, before before the event, because I was having yeah. the podcast before then. But oh, well, I just wanted nice. to start oh, getting that out there because that's yeah. um, the more that people in there, the better. It'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. No, yeah. if I'm off, if I'm not working, I'll be there for mm. sure. Cool. Uh, well, I haven't really got much on. I'm just doing a few repairs, and mm. uh, I finished my six six. Was that the one you put up on, your on Insta Instagram? With the two together. Yeah, the, the, crank, the swallowtails with the wing swallows. Instagram. Yeah. So I put up the the two swallowtails because mm. I did a 6.3 and it just the nose rocker wasn't quite right for what I wanted mm. and then I thought mm, it might have been bigger and if I did a 6.3 there's no point doing a 6.4 so mm. I just thought ah, oh, I'll do a 6.6 six. Mm. and that's ready to go tail pads on ready cool. for its first and surf and what's, um, what's fin, fin configuration for that I've just done a, a 2 plus 1 Oh, so, so like a twin. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so, like so, a, so, a twin. so the the angle of the twins is actually twin fin angle, but you know they're a little bit a little bit back from the yeah my the, normal the where the, where the my tries normal angle do. that I would put for one of mine. So I think um, I use a a tool from Shapers Australia, mm -hmm. and it's got like two different fin angles, and I always use the the, yeah. the widest one. So. Yeah, because Mark, I know Mark with his twin fins, they're set. Back yeah. an inch further to the tail to tighten them up. Yeah. Um, so if you get a, a a twin fin traditional twin fin MR setup, yeah. it, then you, you can't really ride it as a try because it's the tries yeah. are an inch further forward. Yep. So this, the the rear fin would still be in the same position, but the the, okay. the, the fins are different. Yeah. Yeah. So I finished that. So that hasn't been ridden yet. I've got to I've got to get that out in the water mm -hmm. at some point. Oh. That could be you going to Bali actually. That one. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. 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 Or, uh, not I'd, a bad board. I was thinking of going to Perth this week. We were just saying yeah, uh, before yeah. we started, and I've had a few. Uh, yeah, a lot going on. A uh, little bit going on. Unfortunately, a couple of funerals. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's a big night at the rink last week. Um, Saturday night, we played the cavemen, and Alex and Sam had lost their grandparents within oh, nine days. Yeah, uh, that, I just lost my brother-in-law the yeah. week before. So that was a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good night to get together and play some hockey and try and take yeah. our minds off it a little bit. And then um, on the Sunday night, I'm sitting at home thinking about going to Perth and my dad emails me and a good friend of ours that we've known for, well, dad's known him since mm. he was a kid. I've known him for 40 years. He passed away on Saturday night as well. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, pretty hectic. It's not a good run. But uh, anyway, life it, moves on, as they does. say. Yeah. So we'll try and get back probably about another week and a half. And I think we'll be previewing Tahiti then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's try and get one in before Tahiti. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll definitely do yeah. one before Tahiti. Um, the two, the Vans US Opens will be finished by then. Yeah. So we're going to have a really good clear picture of the, the rankings. Mm. And uh, oh, one, one more thing I wanted to mention, and I, I'm, I was going to try and get him on, but we'll try and do that later. Um, the story about Justin Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his son's Connor Lee's out surfing a contest I think it was the semi-final yeah, yeah. Head, and he's out the back and he snaps his board so obviously middle of winter everyone's rugged up he's thinking Justin his dad's thinking well I can't just swim out in all this gear so he just strips off naked 
forgot starts, he did. Or didn't, yeah. I think he forgot he didn't have underpants on, yeah. but he did that probably. <laughs> yeah. Did, but, yeah. yeah, and starts to paddle out the board, and then they're calling out to him saying, uh, "It's no, against the rules." Can't do it. Yeah, there's no caddying in, the, in these caddy, contests, so, so he had to come back in. He had to come back in. Stand naked, stand on, the naked beach. on the beach with his backside. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. That until was someone hilarious. could bring him some clothes yeah, down. So yeah. the, the camera phones went into overdrive. <laughs> so yeah. he, he said he'll definitely come on and talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to that because that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. That, that was big news. Yeah. So uh, if, yeah. <laughs> quite funny. It cracked me up when I saw yeah. it. And it's fan- that's gold. Yeah. That's that's commitment as a dad. That is commitment. Yeah. And, and when you're stripping down and you realise, hang on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I'm doing it. I'm going. <laughs> How cold is <laughs> the water? Yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, hats off to you, my friend. Yeah. Cool um, yeah. We'll, we'll try we'll try and get you on another another podcast. We'll do it locally here. And, yeah. Um, but I just thought that was awesome. Mm. And, he's, uh, and Connor's surfing amazing oh, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And it, I it, think it, he's... Great, great. Sponsored great. by Vistler, I think it is. O'Neill. O'Neill now. Yeah, yeah got O'Neill. Okay. He's still riding Stewie Martin's? Yeah, yeah, Stewie Martin's still doing his boards, yeah. Yep. And, um, and Justin's, yeah. Yep. They're a formidable pair when you're in the, in this lineup at Redhead. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Uh, especially, when, especially when there's a peak. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, father and son, for, forehand and backhand, splitting yeah, yeah, the peak. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just paddle down the beach. Both are no yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's good. <laughs> I, like to, I like to be in the water. Watching those two guys blow up, it's always oh, good. I photographed them heaps. So they, yeah. they're they're insane surfers, yeah. and they so. they are good to photograph. So, yeah. no, it's a it's a pretty cool connection. As I was saying, I think previous podcast, um, I haven't had it have done it yet, but Brian Lee, um, Justin Lee, and Connor, I haven't had to surf with all three of them yet, and it's something oh, okay. we need to do. because uh, I've surfed with the, with either of them, yeah, the two of them at a time, but not all three at once. So. Okay. Yeah, that's something I was meaning to say. Maybe I'll talk to Justin about that and say we'll have to tee that up. Well, we'll tag him in this so yeah. we can uh, have a listen. But mm. yeah, hats off to you, my friend. That is awesome work. And uh, I think you made went national, that one. <laughs> it went viral. Yeah. So, so <laughs> awesome work, buddy. Still cracks yeah. me up even yeah. thinking about it. Awesome. Now, so that's a wrap for another episode. Um, we will catch you guys in a couple of weeks. Ciao. See you.